Hey guys, my name is Nicole Carlson and welcome to The Nicole Carlson Show. This show is about coming back to yourself and living the life you desire. And the reason this is so, so important to me is because in my 20s, I was living a life that I hated. I was married to a man that I didn't trust. And I was in a career I hated. And I felt dead inside. I felt empty inside. And I felt trapped. And I just shut down emotionally and just lived my life on autopilot. And I know that so many of us are doing this. And I know that we are shut down because we're in pain. We feel like we have to compromise. We feel like we have to give up on what we want to get some of what we want. And we're miserable. And I believe that what happens is we start to, we have some pain, we start living like this, and then something happens in our life where we have sort of an awakening. And for me, my mom got cancer at 47, and she passed away before she even turned 48. And that was big for me because I realized that time is short. We only have so long on this earth. And I knew that I couldn't keep living the way I was living, if you could even call it that. But I didn't know what to do. I did not know how to change my situation. And so what I did was I got a divorce I sold my house, and one day I quit my job. I sold my car one hour later, and the next day I was on a one-way ticket to Spain. And I traveled over the next eight months. And then I kept coming back and then leaving and traveling again. Here's the thing. I didn't heal from my pain. I didn't take care of some of the things that... I was going through in my 20s, and so my problems followed me. My problems followed me in my 30s because if you do not fix whatever's going on in your relationship, in your relationship to money, in your business, those problems will follow you. So you can leave that relationship. You can leave your business. You can Get a new job that pays you more money, but you are going to fall into the same patterns because there's healing that needs to be done. We have subconscious things going on, beliefs that keep us from really making a change in our lives, from really being able to flip that switch. And so I wanted for me to start living my life and doing what I wanted to do and feeling alive. And once I got that, I wanted that for other people because I saw that so many people were going through the same thing I was, where they had problems in their marriage and problems in their relationships and trauma that they hadn't healed from. And they were hurting. And it's and it was causing them, and it is causing them, <laughs> money problems and problems in their business, and they feel trapped. And I want them to know that there's a solution. There's an out. And it's, it could be a one-way ticket to Spain, but it doesn't have to be that. You can heal and go through figuring out who you are and what you want in the comfort of your own home. (laughs) 
And so that's what this podcast is about. That's what this show is about. And if you are here today and you're listening to my podcast and you're listening to these shows, what I want you to know is that you can change everything in your life. You have the power to do that. And I want to give you as much as I can to help empower you. But really, ultimately, it's up to you. So there's a few things I have for you besides the show. If you go to my, I have a Facebook group called The Revival. If you go to Facebook, type in The Revival or go into the show notes, there is a link to my Facebook group where I have Facebook Lives and I give you guys more support. So that is free for everyone. I also, if you go to the show notes, have a free training how to 10x your life and get the passion you crave. That is also in the show notes. So go check that training out. And then for a very select few, if my message resonates with you, if you know that you are in this situation where you are unhappy in your life, basically, but in your relationships and in your business or in your career and you feel like just everything is off in your life then there's an application in the show notes to apply to work with me so go to the show notes check that out and apply to work with me and we'll see if we're good a good fit and then we'll go forward day every day all day every day okay so i think we are alive let me find it usually takes a second to find it on my page but yeah we i oh my gosh i'm so excited (laughs) uh share to my timeline okay Okay, we are all set. Thank you so much for joining me today on Flip the Switch, Billy. Um, for Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. More than you know. So for everyone who is live, this is Billy Allsbrook. And he doesn't know this, but he's been in the gym with me every single day sure. since... Sure maybe October and has been an inspiration to me and has pushed me through multiple gym workouts. And so thank you so much for being here. And yeah, um, thank you for your YouTube series, Less Than Unstoppable. And um, I'm so glad we got to, to do this. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Just to hear you saying that uh, it, it's impacted you makes it all worth it. So it's good sometimes to hear the feedback because sometimes when you when you're doing the the videos and stuff like that, you don't really realize what you know what's happening on the other end. But it's good to get confirmation like you just gave me. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, it is. It's actually I actually assign my clients <laughs> to go listen to your YouTube series because. We need to feed our minds every single day and just having things in your mind that repeat over and over again is so, so, so important. Amen to that. A disciplined mind rooted in truth can do the impossible. So you just got to put a lot of truth in your mind every day and you can do whatever you want to do. You know, just have to line the mind with it. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel when I, because like all my, I, I think everybody knows that I'm doing a competition of that bodybuilding competition. And, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm sitting there in the car about to go into the gym and thinking, okay, where does my mind need to go so that my body 
can do the work that I need to do. And it's tough. Right, right. right. I was talking about that today uh, with a friend. It's just like we're one thought away from massive change. Like people think change is this big, big, huge process, but it all really just is a domino effect from one um, right thought. You know, it just carries on. If you can find that right thought, that right um, thinking, it will trigger whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in life. And um, one thing that I use with a lot of a lot of people um, that has had success is um, self-assessment questions. You know, the the questions you ask yourself is what opens your mind up and uh, prepares it to be reprogrammed in a different way, a more power and empowering way to, to help you go where you want to go. So if you ask yourself the right questions, you will initiate the, the thought processes and the thinking that will produce the massive change. So really, you're a lot closer than you think out there. Some of you might think uh, that you got this long journey ahead of you, and it, it might be a long journey, but it's it's going to start with that one thought. You know, so all exactly. you got to do is get, get that thought and you'll, you'll be on your way. So one of the videos you say, you ask, what do you want in life? Right, right. And that is the question in that video that stood out to me. And that's really through all my messaging. I keep asking my clients and my messaging, like, what do you want? Right. And people don't know this. Right, right. Yeah, society is built that way. I mean, we're trained um, from a very young age not to think, to do what we're told. I mean, from the time we're like in, you know, kindergarten and stop daydreaming and do your homework, you know, stop thinking and do what I tell you to do, right? So by the time we get out of school, we, we have forgot how to think, how to imagine, how to vision, you know, what we want. And um, so most people... Um, stay busy all day building somebody else's vision, you know, the, the nine to five. So um, th their thinking muscles have, have almost shrunk to nothing, you know. But when you start asking these questions, you can, you can awaken again. You can come back alive and tap, in, tap back into that original identity that you had when you were a little kid, you know. And that's where greatness starts is those questions in that youth that's on the inside of you. No matter what age you are, you're still that young, young person that has the ability to imagine and envision. And um, the world is set up to keep us so busy all day that we won't think. So we'll stay in that job that we don't want to be in so that we will help somebody else build their dream. And it's our job, yours and mine, to help people to start thinking again for themselves. I mean, like I said, it's only one thought away. When a person gets that right thought, it'll change the whole traje trajectory of somebody's life. So, I mean, my, that's, that's my whole purpose is to impact lives. And I do that through questions like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, it's amazing how many people really in life don't know what they want. I ask people, like, what is your calling? And they're like, calling, what is that? I got, mm -hmm. you know, I just do a job, you know what I mean? But each and every one of us has a calling, but we don't sit down all day and, and just meditate and think on it. Like, what was I designed by God to do? What am I here for? You know, you're not just here to pay bills and, and meet that uh, quota at the end of the month, you know, your mm -hmm. light bill, your rent or whatever. You, you were meant for more than that. You know, just above broke is not what you were designed to to do. You were designed to impact, to thrive, to live, to prosper, to succeed, to feel alive, you know? And if you don't feel alive, you need to ask yourself, why don't I feel alive? Then I'm probably not in the position or where I'm supposed to be in life, you know? That's a good uh, indicator, your, your level of uh, living. What is it right now on a scale from one to 10? How alive do I feel? And if you're not on seven, eight, nine, ten, if you're not in that, that area, you need to seriously re-examine your life. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I was there for almost 20 years where I thought that I was lost, that I didn't have direction, that I had to figure my stuff out. And like, I didn't feel like I had a calling. And when it would creep up, when it, I would get this intuition, I would push it down because I was right. so afraid of being myself, stepping into my calling, helping right. other people, because who was I? to help someone when I couldn't figure out my own life. And right. it's scary, but once you start and you ask yourself that question, like, what do you want? Right. It does change everything. It changes everything. And what you're talking about, the struggle, um, the struggle is the, is the beginning of self-discovery. That's where we truly find ourselves is in the struggle. You know, people say, well, you know, how, how would I be qualified to do this or that? It's the struggle that you're going through that will qualify you for whatever it is you're supposed to do. It's, it's part of your journey. It's part of your mission. It's part of your yes. assignment is going through that struggle. 
You know, if you don't go through the struggle, um, you just, you know, it's like weights. If you, there's no resistance, you're not going to build a muscle. And it's the same thing emotionally. It's the same thing mentally. It's the same thing in life with the calling. You've got to go through the resistance to get the muscles for the calling. And it's just part of it. That's part of the process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I talk about my story a lot and how I'm like, I was in a marriage where I was unhappy and I didn't know how to get out of it and, or how to be happy. And, you know, my mom passed away. Um, and I talk about that because I know that a lot of people feel stuck and they don't know the answer and they feel guilty for even wanting, you know, wanting to be happy when, the, you know, it looks like they have everything, but they're not happy. Right. Right. Yeah, and I there's, through, yeah, I went through a similar thing, you know, as well too, with, with my father passing in front of me and it, it was the life shaking, um, moment that changed my life as well so we, we do have that in common <laughs> yeah in one of your videos uh, or probably at more than one but you talk about eight years you went through this dark time what was right. that like um live in hell every single day it's like the death by a thousand cuts I mean every single day I was getting up um, stuck in a mental prison. And, you know, basically uh, my father had passed away in front of me. Some of you might know, some of you might not know that are, that are watching, but my father basically um, passed away in front of me unexpected. And um, the trauma of him passing away like it, like he did caused PTSD and um, severe panic attacks. Mm -hmm. So for the next seven, almost eight years, I struggled um, mentally uh, yeah. to overcome these things. It's not like somebody can crawl in your mind and help you out, a friend or your parents, nobody can do it. You have to learn how to control your mind um, and at one, you know, on one side of the equation, it was the worst, you know, having to go through it. But at the same time, it, like, like I said earlier, it prepared me for the calling that I'm doing now because I had to master my mind in order to prepare for what I'm doing now. And the only way I could do that is actually go through this whole process. You know, um, if you want to set goals and dreams, you know, it takes discipline of the mind. So me going through that and learning that kind of discipline, it makes this stuff easy. You know, I mean, if, if you thought you were going to die like I did every single moment of the day, 24 hours a day, um, staying away from a, a cheat meal is not as not as bad as that. You know what I mean? So it makes that easy, you know? Exactly. So I mean, was a living hell for, for seven, eight years. I struggled um, every single day that was either, you know, in the forefront or in the back of my mind worrying about having another panic attack. So, um. It took a long, long journey to get through that thing. But that brought me to where I'm at um, today. I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't went through that because um, nobody could help me. So I sought um, self-help and I started reading about the mind, psychology, positive thinking, watching motivational videos to help me through my own struggle. And, and through that struggle, I discovered myself. That was the awakening. Then I figured out, oh, there is a pur purpose behind this whole journey. And the ironic thing about it was, um, two days before my, my dad passed away, I actually went to um, a bookstore and I said, you know, I really, really want to conquer my mind. I want to make my mind a weapon. You know what I mean? Like I want to get control of this thing. I heard if you can get control of your mind, you can go to the top, you know? So I actually went and bought this um, real thick book. Um, it had like 19 classic, um, I think it was called the Prosperity Bible. It was like this thick. It was like 1,200 pages, something like that. And it had all these classic books um, written in the 1800s and 1900s about the mind. So two days before my dad died, I had bought this book to learn how to conquer the mind. And two days later, I literally lost my mind. So it was kind of ironic that, you know, that was part of the journey. But I think we must lose our mind before we discover it. We must lose ourselves before we find ourselves. So it was just all part of the journey of bringing me here today with you. If I hadn't went through that, I'd, I'd never be here. So, so God is good. He works it out. Yeah, it's so true. It's it's like you feel like um, you feel like there that you can't get through anything and then you, you're really struggling and you just feel like this like dark abyss mm -hmm. and that there's no way out. But there's something that usually happens that like it flips a switch inside of you. Right. And right, where you're like, right. okay, I've got to take responsibility. I'm the only one who's going to come and rescue me. Right. Nobody else is going to do it. And I've got to be resourceful. I've got to do what I have to do to pull myself out. Just watching him fade away. And my mind kept telling me, 
all day that was going to happen to me or it's happening right now. You know, this is yeah. about to happen right now. So finally, um, one of the switches that, that went off was um, up and up until this point, I had been running from that, like fear in my mind, like if my mind would tell me I was going to die and I'd be trying to run. Of course, you can't run in your mind. Right. So but finally, I just sat still and I said, so what? You know, if if I'm going to die, then so what? Right now, take me. And then my mind couldn't do it because it was all a lie. And then I'm still here. And I'm like, okay, so you don't have the power. I've got the power, you know. So I started talking back to the thoughts. And once I realized that the thoughts weren't me, the thoughts weren't me and weren't my destiny. It was just the outside fear and stuff that wasn't real. Then I started to take back control of my life. I got behind the steering wheel again. And I started steering my life, you know, one day at a time. It wasn't a, it wasn't an overnight thing. But one day at a time, I started gaining you know, more minutes back of the day, more hours back of the day, more weeks back, you know, it was just like a small um, recovery. But before I knew it, you know, after a good minute, I, I started getting my life back. And, and like you said, it's just that switch. You've got to find that whatever it is, that, that, that one thought, that one way of thinking, that one belief that will um, put you on a different course. You know, it doesn't take much. If, if, if you could just search yourself and ask yourself the right questions, you can find it. But like like you said earlier, though, most people don't want to sit down and take the time and figure it out. You know, we're too tired working 70 hours or 60 mm -hmm. hours a week. You know, we've got the kids, we've got family, we've got all this stuff going on, whatever it is. And, um, you know, who's got time to think, you know? I think Henry mm -hmm. Ford said uh, thinking is the hardest thing in the world, I believe. Um, that's no, that's why nobody wants to do it. You know, yeah. we, always think, we always think of thinking as being lazy and that thinking is where the real work is being done, you know? Exactly. We flip the switch. Yes. Yes. And the thing of it is, is what I found in my life is it's just a decision. Like it's just a decision right. that you are no longer going to tolerate the bullshit in your life, that you are right. no longer going to tolerate these like this fear coming into your life and controlling you. And once you make that decision, get then you can get the help, the resources, all of that around you. And I've found for myself that once I made that decision that the right people are coming into my life, I'm meeting the right people, right. I'm re right. meeting my future coach. And Ooh. the next step is provided for me. But none of that happens until you make that decision that you're done with the old stuff. Right. It's it's the thoughts. The thoughts are the seeds. You know, you've got to sow the right seeds if you want to harvest the right tree or the right plant or whatever it is. And, and your life is the same way. Um, I'll give you a, a, an example in my own life of, of the of the switch. You know, it happened about, um, I'd say, three months ago. Up until that up until that point, I wasn't working out. I wasn't in the gym. And, you know, I was doing all these motivational videos. Um about success and things like that. I'm, and, and on the business side, I was, you know, congruent with my message. But on the physical side and the body side, I wasn't wasn't congruent with my message. And um, the friend came to me and said, you know, Billy, like he he's a personal trainer, famous or whatever. He goes all around the, the country at different gyms training people. And a real big built, you know, like bodybuilder and everything. So he came up and he's like, Billy, man, you know, he's like, I go around the world and Everywhere I go, they're playing your, your your videos in the gym, you know. And and at first, you know, I'm I'm in my pride. I'm like, oh, that's good, you know. I feel good, you know. He's he's blowing me up there, so you know, I get him my pride for a minute. I'm I'm, I'm feeling good, and but there's a catch to it, you know. So he says, uh, but I got a question for you, you know. He's real big, swole, and got this real deep voice. He's like, I got a question for you, Billy. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? You know, I'm still on I'm still on cloud nine because he said everybody's listening to me. He says, Billy. He says, why don't you work out? You know, and I'm like, what did you just say to me? You know, I'm in my pride still. I'm like, I know he just didn't ask me that. He's like, you look so much better working out. You, you're overweight, Billy. You know, and I'm like, who the heck are you talking to? So, so I was really, really mad. I got, I mean, like, I, I was mad and hurt on the inside. I'm like, who the hell is he talking to? You know, I'm Billy Alves. It's like, who, who are you talking to? You know, and I, I got in my pride for a minute, you know. So, so of course, you know, I'm a speaker, so I come back real quick. You know, I got to come back, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm in my calling. I stay in my calling, my lane. I stay in my lane. I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. I'm a motivational speaker, and, and with my mouth, I lift 600 pounds every day. How about that? You know, like I hit him hit him with my mouth, you know. But uh, I left there, 
And for the next hour, I had this thing going on in my mind, like, you know, just who does he think he is talking to me? Da, da, da. And then all of a sudden, I got that, that switch question. That question came to me. And it was, it said, uh, I, I still remember, it, it, it said, why are you mad, Billy? Because I, I was really heated. I, my, but my mind asked me, it said, why are you mad, Billy? So I was like, huh. That, and it stopped everything. It stopped those, you know, stopped that other voice. A new question that had been introduced into my mental environment, which shut all that down. And now my mind had to think on this new thing. Like, oh, and then I said, okay, well, why am I mad? You know? And I started thinking about it. And I was like, because I should be working out. Not because, um, not because it's just the thing to do, but it was connected to my identity. So, like, growing up, um, I did martial arts for years. I was, I was a national champion four years in a row, state champion four years in a row, trained in the junior Olympic team, went with the Olympics, all that before um, – Martial arts even got into the Olympics. I was training with the Olympians. So, I mean, like from the time I was little, I was always a champion. I mean, my body was right and, and everything, but somewhere along the way I got into music and some other things happened in life. And before I knew it, I had lost my true identity. So, like, for 17 years, I was living in a body really that wasn't mine. You know, I just adopted and started to think, think that was my body, but it really wasn't my body. My identity was different than what I was actually you know, portraying or whatever. So it got me to thinking that one question, like, why are you mad, Billy? Then I realized, well, this is not you, Billy. And then I had to ask another question, well, who are you, Billy? And it said, I'm a champion, just like I've been saying on these videos, you know? And then the second thing came to me, which is the evil one, right? The, 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 <laughs> the, mind, the mind that works against you, right? Right. It tries to disempower you. And it says, oh, you're a fraud, Billy. You, you know, you're doing this motivation and you're not, you're not walking it, you know, right? And that was the first thing. And that felt bad, like, uh. I don't like that, you know, being the fraud thing. But then I started started processing that, and I was like, no, that's that's not what's happening here. What's happening was on the inside, I knew who I was. I knew I was a champion, okay? So what happened was before I knew on the outside who I was, my inside, of course, knew, and I spoke on these, these videos who I really was. From the inside, I spoke it first, right? We always talk about speaking. Yes. My inside knew. My mind up here didn't know, but my inside spirit knew who I was, so it spoke the things that it knew it was, who I was on the inside, right? Exactly. Which, which resonated in the fitness world, which yep. is who I was, right? It resonated over there, and it resonated everywhere over there so much that I got an invitation to come mm -hmm. into the world that I wanted to be in in the first place by this guy asking me, why aren't you working out? So the world that I wanted to be in invited me in that which I knew not of. You understand what I'm saying? And then I discovered, oh, yeah, this is who I am. This is who I've been all along. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like, I learned a whole lesson in that whole process. And, you know, the light switch, like you talk about the, the mind switch went off. And it all started with just, you know, that one question, that one um, fierce, what I call a fierce conversation. Like, we don't like to have those kind of conversations because they hurt. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to hear that I was overweight. You know what I mean? I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't want to hear that I wasn't con congruent with my message. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, man. it did not feel good. But that was exactly the conversation I needed to have. It was exactly the question that needed to be asked. And it hurt for a second. But now 90 days later, I'm like, ooh, I, that, I could have not had a better, better conversation than that. I mean, that was the best conversation I'd had in, you know, 10 years. Just that one little thing that hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, it hurt for 10 minutes. But now it's going to, you know, positively affect me, hopefully for the rest of my life, that one, that one switch. Oh, like yeah. Like I said before, it's, it's not that far away. You're not that far away, whoever's out there listening. You're not that far away from being who you were designed to be and stepping into that greatness. You just have to have that conversation with yourself. Ask that question that will cut that switch on that's on the inside of you just waiting to be turned on. Exactly. And I think that a lot of times we are – you know, we are working so hard in one area of our life, like our calling or our right. fitness, and we right. haven't grown into the other areas of our life. And we're right. so hard on ourselves because we think we're not good at fitness or we're not good at our relationship or we don't know how to do this or that, but we're an expert in, you know, this, our job or our career. And so we kind of push those things aside and we punish what's at home and and instead of saying no this is a process I'm always going to be growing and right. accepting the next challenge the next fitness challenge or the next challenge in your life because it never ends right 
Exactly. I mean, it's a constant um, strive for perfection day in and day out, you know. Sometimes we get caught up in the big picture thinking, like, we're here and it's so far away that we, we're trying to go. Like, that gap in between where you are today and, and where you want to be. And that, that gap almost looks, you know, um, unsurmountable that you that you can't make that distance. But the only way to make that distance is break it down into small, manageable steps into one day um, segments and all you have to do is get up every day carpe diem seize the moment every single day and if you seize the day every single moment eventually success will happen because that's all success is success is a marathon of consistency walked out one day at a time so the, all you have to do is win today so i get up every day and i say this question here we go again with the questions right that'll, mm -hmm. that'll change your life you get up every single day how do i win this day in yep. every single area how do i win you know in relationships my marriage my my uh, calling, my work, my fitness, whatever it is, how do I win today? You know, and, you know, maybe all of your life is just in a mess, let's say, like every single area. Well, that might be just too much to conquer at one time. So what you have to do is introduce truth into your environment somewhere. Pick one area that you can most conquer right now and, and introduce truth into that environment because when you introduce truth into the environment, it will seek to spread into other environments, you know. Like once I discover my calling, then I discovered my body, my physical mm -hmm. thing, and the next, you know, what I mean, it just keeps on on um, growing and expanding. Truth seeks to spread into other environments; it will not um, stay the same. So all you have to do is find some little small area of your life and say, "I'm gonna dominate this area of my life. I'm gonna bring mm -hmm. this area into order." And I know when I bring that into order, it will fall over into you know the domino effect into other areas. Exactly, and. I love your message. I love everything you're saying because you talk about this in all your videos and it's everything I teach, like everything I go through my, with all my clients because they have patterns in their life. That's like they ha they'll have one pattern in their money that'll show up like with their clients that'll show up in their right. relationships will show up. So this pattern is all through their life. And so, yeah, I'll usually help people make more money in their business, but everything changes for them because yeah. we're working on that deeper level and asking the right questions and getting to the root of the cause instead of let's do a business plan or a business strategy. Right. Right. really work what was with you and what's inside of you and what you honestly want. Right. You've got to have the business plan and things like that, but that's the yeah. surface level. You're trying to get down to the deep, to the root where, where if you get that right, everything else above will be fine. But if, you know, you got, you might have the right business plan, but if you're not right underneath, if the core is rotten or the, if the core is that shaky foundation, you know, the whole building is going to be subject to collapse. So better off to work on the foundation first and get that right. And then everything sitting on top of it will be much, much stronger. And and like you said, maybe a, a person is flourishing in their finances, but not in the relationships. But there's still principles that they're doing in, in the finances that will apply to the relationship because it's the yes. same principles. You can't get away from the principles. It's universal. Yes. Like you said, you're teaching the same thing I'm teaching because the principles are universal and they're set yes. in stone. We can't change them. All we do is just try to align with them in each area of our life. So if you're succeeding in one area of your life, you can succeed in another area. That's proof because all you have to do is figure out what you're doing over there and then figure out how it applies in, in the other area. It's the same principles and just align with it. And you'll have the same same kind of fruit produce over there as well. So like I said, said earlier, you're not that far away all you got to do is hit that switch. You're very close to your breakthrough. It's not as far away as you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it starts with the little things, right? Right. Exactly. So when I'm listening to when I'm listening to your videos and I'm in the gym, like your question, what do you want? I'll walk up to the weights and think, OK, usually I go for this weight. And I actually ask myself, what do I want? So I'll like actually pick right. the heavier weight. And I'm like, oh, right. okay, you got to do this. Right. This is what I right. want. Right. So exactly. it's, it's the small things that we take for granted and we don't think are a big deal. And that makes up our entire life. Exactly. Uh, another good question for you today, like you were talking about what do I want? Um, and maybe even a deeper one is who am I? When you walk up to that weight, that's even even a little bit deeper because, like, you know, if you go light, you're like, am I really that person that's going to do, you know what I mean? Or am I little, am I deeper and am I greater than what I'm doing here? You know, I always ask myself that question. 
and, and business too. I mean, if you got a decision whether to do the right thing or the wrong thing, here you ask yourself, who am I? You know, like, who am I really? Do I want to be that, you know, slimy, thieving, whatever, or do I want to be the person I really am? You know what I mean? So if you ask this question all the time, same thing, relationships, same thing, money, whatever, who am I? What do I want? These questions will change your life if you just ask them enough and if you're just honest enough with yourself, you know, with the answers. You get the answers, then you have to say, what I want to do about that? You know, you either like the answer that you're given, like I did a minute ago uh, when I was mentioning my weight, you know, you either address it or you stuff it back down and and, and suffer the consequences, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think if you find these right questions, um, each one of us has a few of them that if we tap into will make us better and will we'll get us on a on our journey. And I think you found yours, like, what do I want? Who am I? You know, how do I win today? All these kind of questions, these, these things will, will set you on a whole new, new trajectory. Yeah. There was my second competition. I was practicing so much and I was like, like calorie uh, cutting calories and I was tired. It was the end of the day and I was in the gym and I was practicing my walking and heels and it was quiet and I sat down and a thought came to my head and it said, you're not going to win. You're just not that girl. And my mind snapped back right away and said, you know what? You are that girl. You're doing the work. You have a coach. You're, you've shown up. You're, you're learning to walk in heels. You are that girl. And if you want to win that sword, you have to be that girl. And that was just like, boom, like everything changed for me. And I, and I won third and fourth place in that competition out of 300 people. And it's about believing in yourself. Right. Exactly. Like this, the same way that that I had to overcome um, panic attacks, the same process mentally um, I use in several other things now, I, and I learned it from over there. It's like a five-question um, thing. You can you can pretty much pull yourself out of one state and into another by asking five questions in a row if you stack them right. And like what you were saying a minute ago, that fear came on you. You said, well, I'm not that girl. Okay, that, that's your mind asking you the wrong question. Okay, mm-hmm. well, a good example, like if somebody's going through something similar you just went through, you'd say behind that, the way you counter that is, well, what if I was that girl? Right. That's the first question. Then the second question. Well, what if I really am that girl and just don't know I'm that girl? See, that's the second one. And then what would that girl do if I was that girl? What would she do right now? You see, and I'm walking myself down to this thing. What do I need to feel like to be the girl that I am right now? And then you just keep stacking these questions. And before you know, you have this empowerment going on that just makes you feel like you can conquer the world. But it works in reverse, too, because most of the time in life, if we don't understand this process, what happens is we'll start stacking the, the other way. Well, yep. maybe I'm not that girl. Well, why am I even entering the competition? Uh, well, why am I even eating like this every single You know what I mean? Like you'll start stacking it the wrong way and dig yourself right into a hole before you know it. And that's what I was doing with the panic attacks was, you know, what if I die like my dad? What if I've got a stroke right now? What if the, the ambulance can't get here? What if, you know what I mean? Like I was doing it in a negative way, which kept the anxiety around. But now I reversed that process. And now I, I, I empower myself with that same process that used to destroy me. Now it helps me go to the next level. So anybody can use it. If you just find the right five questions, when you notice it, be aware, okay, I've just said something that is not congruent with who I want to be or doesn't feel right on the inside. So I need to check it right now before this thing, you know, takes root, the seed takes root. Because you know, like I said before, your thoughts are, are seeds. So before that seed takes root and just tries to destroy my dream of winning the sword, I need to sow the right seeds over the top of this thing. You know, and you stack those five questions in there before you know it, you you regain control of your mind again. Yeah, that's so, so true. People are stuck in patterns because it's just like a habit. You keep telling yourself the same thing over and over again. And usually it's the same voice and usually it's a parent or, you know, someone from your past that's telling you that you're not good enough. And we have this fear that if we try and we do something, that maybe we won't be good enough and maybe we won't be loved. And that fear really holds us back. Right, right. And the, the Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So those are the three ways we combat it. Um, 
power, love, and a sound mind. We we got to get that back. And and what you're doing here is teaching people how to get their mind back, how to get their life back. And and I really value and appreciate, and as I'm sure a lot of your listeners do, on the value that you're providing people, Ray. That's awesome. I commend you for that, you know, because I know a lot of people on – when I was going through this thing, I, I was looking for people like you, you know, that were doing these things because, you know, it's just not taught in school. We don't know how to handle – handle the most important stuff is not taught in school no and i would go to a counselor but it would be that one you know one day a week one hour and now i've got to deal with the other whatever 160 something hours of the week whatever it is exactly and i'm like how am i going to get through the rest of the week i'm good why i had that one little hour you know but things like you're doing that people can see every day these videos and watch this is the kind of stuff i was seeking so i know you're making an impact with a lot of people that you probably don't even know that you're reaching so just keep up that good work Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's, we don't, we think that we can do it ourselves. We think that we don't need support. And I lived like this for so long. And we think that our problems are so big because it's over our entire life that there's not really going to be an easy way to fix it. And so when I work with somebody and I tell them, yes, this is, we're working on this, we're working on your business, but your relationships are going to change. Your relationship with your son is going to change. And, you know, like I see the domino effect when I'm talking to somebody and it's just, I can, I can see so much that they can't even see what is possible in their life. And that's, I think that's why both you and I have this this vision and this calling to be like, hey, there. This is a lot easier than you think. I mean, it's hard work, but it's not. It's not that far away. It really isn't. It's a decision, and then getting the support that you need. Yes, decisions ignite the explosion of change. That's how it goes. I mean, it's cause and effect. Like every thought will produce a physical um, outcome. You know, if not checked, every thought we have will produce a physical outcome. Mm-hmm. So all we have to do is think the right thoughts and eventually we're going to produce that harvest that we want. You know, mm-hmm. the same way we're getting the negative stuff in our life, the same way we'll get the positive stuff. We just redirect these um, thinking processes because they're not a keeper of person. They don't, the, the like electricity doesn't care when I go hit that switch, you know, what I'm thinking. It just, if I hit the switch, it works. If I cut it off, it cuts off it doesn't it's like neutral it doesn't care who does it as long as whoever aligns with it that's that's the result it produces and the same thing here with the thinking um the the universe doesn't care who's doing the thinking you know or what the thought is it just obeys so all you have to do is give it the command the right command and the the universe obeys what it is that you're thinking you're going to produce the result so the thing is most people don't understand they're in control of their situation they think the situation's in control of them you know, it's not the situation, yes. it's how you respond and how you think about the situation and the belief system that you see the situation through. So if you address the belief system and the mental process behind your situation, that situation will melt right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so all you got to do is find the right um, perception to see your life through. And once you do that, everything else will begin to come into line with that, you know. And like you said, it's not that far away. Anybody can do it. If you sit down and just aware of how you're thinking, if you don't like your life now, then you have to uh, have to examine your thinking because it's just your life is just the sum total of all your thoughts, your most dominant thought patterns and your most most dominant thinking. That's what you get. You know, people mm-hmm. don't want to accept that because it means, you know, that they were to blame for a lot of things that, that they try to blame, you know, on other on other people, basically. But to be up in their face a little bit, we are responsible for 99 percent yes. of everything that happens. You know, um, some things happen to us, and that's not the major thing, but the major thing is how we respond to that. You know, like, I didn't call my, cause my dad to die, but I did choose how I responded to that, you know. Yeah. And, and and whether we make it a um, a tragedy or whether we make it a comeback story, we decide that part, you know, what happens. Exactly. You know, do we lay down and quit, or do we rise up out of the ashes like the phoenix? We get to make that choice. So, yeah. and like you said, it's just, just one thought away. We hit the switch. Yeah. So uh, I have a question. There are so many people going to the Tony Robbins things, going to, you know, journaling, doing like all the, the all, you know, meditation, and they're trying so hard. 
but they're still not getting the results that they that like that they think that they that they should be getting. What do you think that is the difference between someone who's like doing all the things but not getting the actual results and somebody who is actually making changes in their life? Um, it's just some like like we said before, it's just the the harvest is the fruit um of the thinking. So if they're not getting the results, there's something out of line there. So what I like to do is um start with self-assessment questions. If you want to change your life, it starts with self-assessment, digging in. See, and, and, and some people will dig and they'll get the results. Like you said, some people are getting results, some won't, because these are some difficult issues. Like like the thing with my weight, I did not want to hear that. Yes. You know? And I was kind of backed in a corner, but I realized, you know, just at least from my studying that, okay, if I'm mad about something, then it, I need to address that, you know, <laughs> I've yeah. done that enough, but, but the average person, you know, like I said, for years, I never addressed that. I didn't want to, I just suppressed it. I just kept pushing it down. And uh, of course, there's no change until you address what needs to be addressed, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say start out with the self-assessment questions, get alone and do the homework, the inner homework. If you want to change, you got to start in here, you know, no, mm-hmm. no, uh Tony Robbins, me, you, anybody, we can't do the homework for them. We can only point them to themselves. Our job is just to hold the mirror up and show somebody how to see themselves and what that is. That's all we do. They do the work. You know what I mean? But some people just need that mirror. Like that guy asking me why I wasn't working out. I needed that person to hold that, that mental mirror up. And sometimes we can't do it unless that person is there like me and you to hold that mirror up. But the main thing is they've got to do the inner homework. You know, they've got to do the inner homework. Um, the second thing after doing the, the inner homework as far as um, a, assessing your situation is to get a vision for where you want to go, where there is no vision that people perish. I say it on a quote of my vision is the genesis of all greatness. You've got to get clear on every single area of your life on yes. what you want. That's like the question I ask you, what do you want? You know, in every single thing, what do you want in your body? What do you want in your finances? What do you want in a relationship, marriage, job, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and sit down with a pen and piece of paper and be honest and take time. Most people don't want to spend that time um, to figure that out. And sometimes it's not a one-time thing. Like I sit down for five minutes and I get all clear on it. No, that's more like a week, a month, a year thing. I mean, these things, you know, take time. But you're never going to get the life that you want to get unless you're willing to put that work in. I'm constantly doing that. I'm constantly like, okay, did this, work through that. What do I want next? okay things have changed you know and I'm constantly asking myself what I want that's helped me grow so much right and 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 for the ones that don't know what they want the question they need to ask is um what do I need to do to figure out what I need what I want you know what I mean so you just keep breaking it down because here's the thing is uh your mind will obey the command so if you ask it a question, it will seek all day to answer what you've asked it. Whether you once you enter that question into your mental arena, it will seek all day and to find it. It might take weeks, but that mind in the back, the subconscious mind, is working on that question that you asked. Like, what do I want? Your mind in the background is is working on. It. You might not realize that you're doing whatever, but it's still thinking like, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? So all you have to do is introduce these questions and then get out of the way. Like, let your mind know, yeah, I do want to know what that is. Go work on it and then go about your business and your mind will start working on it, you know. But I would say um, the self-assessment questions and then getting a vision for what it is you want and then every single day um, visualizing the thing that you put down that you want and seeing yourself step into that and getting the sensations and the feelings of that, you know, because yeah. you basically what we do is we reverse engineer the outcomes that we want. Like if if I want, let's say, a million dollars, I put my mind in a place where I feel right now as though I have it. And I function right now without the money, without the outside physical evidence. I function as the person that has the million dollars in my mind. I feel the sensation of what it's like. I know what I want. I see myself in the car or the house or the restaurant or whatever it is that I want with the money that I got. I imagine every detail of that, and I live in that mental arena. And I lock it in. And once I lock it in, what happens is, Life, there's a vacuum between where I am now and where I'm going to be, and life doesn't like a vacuum. So it'll seek to fill that void between where I want to be and where I am now, but I constantly live where I want to live. You understand? Mm -hmm. I don't live here. I I basically disown this, suffocate, starve, drown my current situation 
and live where I want to be. And life will reverse engineer it back like I'm here. It will bring me back to where I am now to make all those things happen in order to initiate that. It's kind of like um, friction um, creates electricity. Well, electricity will also create friction. So it's reversed. And it's the same thing here with the thinking. So if my actions will produce the outcome of being a millionaire, feeling like a millionaire will produce the actions that it takes. So it's just we will reverse engineer it, you know. So vision, um, self-assessment questions, and then actually living in the mental arena uh, of the world you want to live in. Those three things right there will change your life. If yeah. you can get, get those three things down, you'll be, you'll be on your way. I think that's amazing because I think a lot of people get caught up in the to-do list of, let's see, I got to go to this course. I got to take this course. I got to, you know, do the meditation. I got to do the journaling. And they get caught up in all the work. <laughs> Right. But they're not actually going deep. Right. And like the three things that you talked about. So I think that is a huge difference between the people who actually have the changes. Just exactly what, what you said, you know, like the people who right. go deep and the people who are just doing the doing the steps that you're supposed to follow and not really getting that depth. Right. It's, it's like this. You could do the actions. um, and still not get the result. Mm -hmm. But if you actually own the thinking, the thinking will actually produce the actions that will get the results. So mm -hmm. like if I have a choice between the doing and the becoming mentally, I go with the becoming mentally first because I know if I get that, I'm automatically going to do the actions. Like once I tapped into my identity, like I was saying with the weight um, working out, once I tapped into, the, hey, this is who I am, I automatically went to the gym mm -hmm. every single day. I've been 18 days in a row. I mean, that's the way it is because now it's not an action anymore. It's an identity. When you get into identity and move off of, you know, what I'm doing and get off of that thing, because that's what most people do. Well, you ask somebody like, what do you, you know, who are you? What do you do? That's the thing. What do you do? Right. It's oh, I'm a, I'm a stockbroker or a financial guy, whatever. I don't ask that question. I say, who are you? That's a totally different question, a deeper question. You know yeah. what I mean? So when I say I'm a champion, I've always been a champion. Well, then what do champions do? They get up every day and eat, right? They get up every day and grind, right? They get up every day and do the money, right? They get up every day and feed their mind, right? That's a whole different thing. So it doesn't doesn't matter now what I do because my identity is going to produce the doing. So mm -hmm. it's the it's the doing um, that that people get tangled up in, you know, and, and get yeah. stuck on. Focus, get your mind off of the doing. Get your mind on the who who am I? Who do I want to be? Get it here, and then the doing will will take care of itself. Now, I'm not saying you you don't have to do things. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you get it here, you will automatically do the things. If you're not doing the things, it's because you're not here. You're not, you're not that person yet. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying because I am that way with my bodybuilding competition. Right. My right. my bodybuilding competition is seven and a half weeks out. By the way, you're invited. <laughs> um, but I've already won. Like, I... Go. I just have to keep showing up and right. eating, you know, eating the same foods every day and going to the gym and enjoying it. But I've already won one right. because I've decided and two, because I'm enjoying all the work up until the time where I actually win. Like the journey right. is fun for me. And for most people, they go through the 12 weeks and they are miserable. I'm not saying I'm not, not going to have time moments, but I've decided that I'm going to enjoy the whole thing and that it's done. Like, there's no question. Right. If a person's not enjoying the process, they probably weren't designed to do what they're doing. You know, like you see, this is who you are. It's your identity. So like, man, I want to get up every day and do the speaking and, 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 and do what it is because that's who I am. How could I not be who I am? Like nobody has to tell me to get up and speak or get behind mm -hmm. the mic or, or to write books because that's my identity. That's who I am. So if, if somebody's having to, you know, struggle to get through the whole thing, then they're probably out of position doing something that they really weren't designed to do. And, and that unfortunately is probably 90 five percent of the world or maybe even yes. higher because I've, I've met, met met very few people who are actually in the center of their calling they're just doing the job thing or doing the thing to pay bills very few say no I was designed and I was born for what it is I'm doing very few ever say that you know mm -hmm. and very few even know they have a calling to begin with you know so they're in that 95 percent and when you're out of position everything is a struggle 
Everything is awful because mm-hmm. you're not designed to do that. You're going to struggle all day long. It's like you're going upstream. But when you find that thing, when you find what you were designed to do, and when you step into that, oh, you 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 want to do that thing 24-7, 365, and, and having an off day is punishable. You know, it's like being punished to not do it. Like people all say, well, yeah. you got to have plenty of rest. The rest for me is doing what I love to do. That is the rest. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I did the thing I didn't want to do for so long. Doing what it is. This is how I rest. It's not, I don't get drained. I don't need, like, you know, extra sleep. I, as a matter of fact, I need less because I'm doing, I'm you don't tapping take into a whole, yeah, I, I'm tapping into a whole nother level of energy because it's, it's, that energy was, is only available in the things that I'm called to do. That's exactly. the breakthrough energy. And that's how you become successful when you tap into doing what you're supposed to do that in that extra level of energy that it takes to break through and go to the next level that's the only place that you're going to find it you'll go to a ceiling outside of your calling you always hit a ceiling you, you're just going to bounce off that ceiling it's like man I, no matter what i do i hit this ceiling i hit this ceiling because you need that other other level of energy to break through and you're not going to have it doing something you weren't designed to do so the mm-hmm. thing is to get in what you were designed to do and then all this stuff like the struggle, you're still going to be, you know, sore going to the gym and, and yeah. you're not going to like that part of it, the process part of it, but you're going to enjoy the journey because this is this is who you are, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I I consider I consider today a rest day because I was only at the gym for two hours. I only right, did right. posing and I only did cardio and those don't count. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because if exactly. I count, like I wouldn't really have a rest day. Right, exactly. <laughs> because I'm so excited about it. But it's exactly. like at the like three weeks ago, I was feeling drained, and I was like, "Oh God, I have to go to the gym again." And I realized that it was my perspective, and that I needed to be excited about it. And I was able to do that, like just flip it and just change that excitement. I was like, well, I'm in this. I've hired two coaches. I've been working since January. I'm not quitting. And I'm not, you know, I'm going to figure out what this emotion is and why I'm feeling a little bit drained about the the gym. And so I just started meeting a couple people and started getting a couple uh, workout partners and it changed everything for me because that's what I needed. I needed that connection that I that I was missing because I was working so hard. And a lot of people don't recognize these feelings that are coming up and recognize what they need to do mm-hmm. to make though to like um, to deal with that anxiety, to deal with that stress, to deal with that boredom, and still do the thing that they need to do for their life. It's alignment. Exactly. Exactly. Like you were saying before, um, before I attached my identity to the gym, you know, I'd go there at certain times and my workout, that's my warm up now, what I used to do as my main mm-hmm. thing. Because once you once it's your identity it's it's just different. You know, once once that uh that switch went off, um I remember going back like like three months ago and I walked into the gym and um they said something that just made me cringe um the lady at the desk said oh good to see you back uh haven't seen you in 275 days like it showed on the computer when the last time like I had checked in at the gym and I'm like 275 days like you know then I realized like how far away from my my true me that I had gotten you know what I mean like like, how could that how could that have even been possible but that that happens to so many of us because we lose ourselves. And, and, and like I lost myself and didn't even realize I had lost myself. Right. That's what happens. It happens one day at a time. We lose ourselves. We give a little bit this day and a little bit tomorrow and a little bit the next day. And before we know it, we seem so far away from who we are. And then we're so far away, we start to believe that's who we are. Like this is our identity. And it's like so far from the truth that it's not even um, funny. But doing these kind of things, the self-assessment will help help each you know, each mm-hmm. one of us come back to who we are, you know, return home to greatness, you know, because each, yeah. each one of us has that greatness in us. We just have to, you know, chisel it out, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, a, like a sculptor has a big um, slab of marble there. And before I used to think, okay, well, this guy um, chiseling on this marble is chiseling in the image. 
And I talked to a, a really good artist and he said, no, I don't chisel in the image. What I do is chisel off what doesn't belong there. <laughs> and that's like us on the inside. Like we have the champion on the inside of us, each one of us in our own way. We have that call and we have the champion on the inside of us. And all we have to do is chisel out everything else that doesn't belong in our life. And then we become who we are. And I was thinking that I had to become something else. No, no, you already are the champion. It's in your DNA. All you have to do is look at your life right now and say, what doesn't belong here? And once you chisel yeah. that stuff off, then all of a sudden, woo, the champion has returned. And each yeah. one of us, that, that's the process for each one of us, you know? Yeah, it's the things that we need to say no to that are holding right. us back. It's the right. relationships that we need to set boundaries with that are holding right. us back. It's the it's it's all the things that we are allowing into our lives that don't serve us. Like one of the things I did four years ago when I did my first bodybuilding competition is I quit drinking, and it's because I it. It wasn't serving me and I didn't, I didn't have to quit drinking because of my bodybuilding competition, obviously for, for 12 weeks, but I wanted to because it wasn't serving me. And right. so I did, I just used bodybuilding as, a, as an excuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and then in the last year, I kind of wanted to drink a little bit. So I did, but I didn't drink to like a couple, but a couple sips every now and then, because I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> um, but then, you know, so whatever isn't serving you, whether it's drinking or not drinking or whatever, then look at that and then let it go. And that's just like, those things hold us back so much. Right. The, the way we chisel that stuff off um is, is the questions we ask. That's, that's the chisel. Mm -hmm. It's saying, you know, what belief systems am I holding right now yes. that, are not, that are not serving me? Mm -hmm. What thoughts am I having right now that are not empowering me? What thoughts right now are hindering me? What yes. core values am I holding are in conflict with the real identity on the inside of me? And start addressing these things. You start one by one, you're chiseling away like you said, like, is drinking me or whatever you, I mean, that, I'm not saying that people can't drink, but you have to ask that question yourself. Is this me? Yeah. You know, is this my identity? Like everybody's not maybe designed to go to the gym if it's not their true identity. But yes. in my case, it was, it wasn't congruent with who I was. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to ask that question. Who am I? What is my true identity? And what are my values? What are my thought processes? What is holding me back? What kind of thoughts do I need to have to get to where I want? You know, like if I say I want to be a millionaire, right, like a minute ago, and I see myself in that in that that end outcome, I say, how does a millionaire think? What thoughts yes. do I have to think every single day to get there? What's the thinking process that I'm going to have to do to get there? Because you're going to ride your thoughts, you know, yes. your thoughts are your transportation, you know, and where are your thoughts taking you and how fast are they taking you there? You're either riding in a Bugatti or you're riding on the bus. You know, which one's going to get there quicker? I want the one, the Bugatti thinking to get me to where I want to go, you know? Yeah. I don't want, first of you know, the bus, I'm having to rely on somebody else to come pick me up, right? And, and what time they want to go, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and what time they want to come, right? But in the Bugatti, I can say, let's go now. And my thinking could take me where I want to go. So you're, you're thinking, um, you have to hold a big mirror up to it. I might put it under a microscope and say, what is my daily thinking? You know, and you win your life back one thought at a time. You build your life one thought at a time, one brick at a time, one thought at a time. That's it's the same thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to ask you what okay, so I know you have your book, Blessed and Unstoppable. I know you have your video series on YouTube and Blessed and Unstoppable, um, which I love. <laughs> um, what else do you do? Basically, this is what I do full time. I write mm -hmm. books, I speak, and get good money from YouTube for the uh, commercials on the front, the royalties. And then I speak all over. I speak all over the country. The corporations bring me in, um, organizations bring me in, nonprofit churches, everything. Um, and I come basically and help them in whatever way they need to get to the next level. So basically, like what we discussed here today, whatever the situation is, I tailor the message um, mm -hmm. for the audience. But this is what I'm called to do, and 
and what I love to do and what sets me on fire every day. And where the vision is, there's always provision. So if you have the vision for who you are, the money will be there on the other side, you know. And I've been so blessed that my book, you know, was a top seller and still a top seller. So it, it gives me the freedom, the, the resources and time to just be able to help people 24 hours a day now. So um, this is where I spend all my time and focus getting up every week saying, how can I impact lives every day? I mean, that was my uh, big change when I when I when I came out of the panic attack, it was like, okay, what do you want to do? Like you said, what do you want to do? Okay, what what's the vision? Mine was um, impact lives daily. You need that, that mission statement, that clear cut, who are you and what are you designed to do? And mine was impact lives daily, which gave me the flexibility to do it in, you know, many mediums and many formats, like whether it's radio, YouTube, um, broadcast, books, speaking live, whatever it is, it still fits under that umbrella of impact lives daily. But I always have that out there to remind myself, hey, this is what you're called to do. And this is, you know, the direction, the North Star, um, the the yes. due north course that you always need to be on. So if I get if I get off of that, all I have to do is look over at that and know, okay, hold on, you're you're way out of line. Get back, you know, get back on the objective here. So um, having that clear cut vision, like we talked about earlier yes. for our life, you know, um, allows so much opportunity and so many um, things to come into my life in order to fulfill that, in order to make that happen. Reverse engineering it back. So if I set that goal out to impact lives daily, things like this opportunity will come, like like speaking with you, these kind of opportunities will come, which will allow that vision to happen. So this is reverse engineering, like I, like I mentioned earlier, of what, what the goal is for me. So anybody can apply these things that we're talking about here. Anybody yeah. can get, get the fruit of them. We're not any different or special than anybody else. We've just discovered these principles and we've tapped into them. And we just, the fruit of these principles, um, executed daily and consistently. So anybody can do this. I'm like, if you're out there watching, we're nothing special, and these principles aren't a keeper or a person. You can tap into them in your own way, in your own own situation, and you can bear fruit just like us. And you can go to the highest of the highest if you uh, adhere to the laws that that exist. Anybody can do this. You just got to hit that switch. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Um, do you want to tell people how they can find you? Yeah, you can. Um, Find me two places. Um, of course, YouTube is where I like to direct everybody. YouTube.com backslash Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, Allsbrooks, A-L-S-B-R-O-O-K-S. You can find me on YouTube. Um, if you want the book, Blessed and Unstoppable, you can get that on Amazon, or you can just go to blessedandunstoppable.com, and you can get it there. Um, all the social medias are the same, um, at Billy Allsbrooks. So whether it's Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Snapchat, whatever, it's just at BillyAllsbrooks.com. So pretty easy to find. Great. Thank you so much. It was so great talking to you. And You too. It's been an honor today. I really appreciate you giving me this, this opportunity to come on here and speak to, to you and, and all your listeners. And, and I hope we can do this again. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here with me today. And everything that we talked about is over in the show notes, including ways that we can stay in touch. And if you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and go over to the comments and leave me a little comment because that would mean the world to me. And I will see you guys on the next episode.